was a stay-at-home dad. And he and his wife had a daughter named Emma. Oh, and this dad loved this little girl. He loved every stage of life with her. He loved doing the diapers. He loved the little tea parties that he got to be a part of. And one of his favorite things was to, uh, to watch as little Emma would crawl up into his lap and fall asleep. He loved that. When she got to about five years old, uh, a fun game started between Emma and her dad. This was when she reached kindergarten. She would go off on a bus in the morning and she would come back in the afternoon. Precisely 3.07, every afternoon, she would come back. And as the stay-at-home dad would hear the, the screech of the bus brakes, he would push pause on whatever he was working, hit save, and, and he would go and hide. He would hide in the spot he had been planning all day. He had been thinking about it all day long. Because this was the moment he was waiting for. Each day at 3.07, Emma would walk in, and she would call out, Daddy! Daddy! Can we play hide-and-seek? Daddy! Daddy! Can we play hide-and-seek? Of course, there was never any answer, because Dad had already hid. Emma, each day, would, would take a look out of the window just to make sure Dad's car was there, and it always was. So she would say to herself, at five years old, huh, daddy must already be hiding. I'm going to go look for him. I'm going to go find him. And even as a five-year-old kindergartner, she loved the thrill of the search. She would go and she would look under the couches. Daddy, are you there? Are you there? She would open the broom closet. Daddy, are, are you there? She would go in the spice cupboard, a tiny little spice cupboard. Are you there? Now, each time she would open a door or a drawer, she would knock. Daddy, are you in there? Are you in there? There were days when, when Dad would hide in the front room, in the living room, and they would be reunited very quickly, and they would laugh. There were other days where dad would make it a little more hard for her, especially as she aged, especially as she grew older. He would make it to where she had to search a little bit harder. There were times she would even have to get on all fours, open up that little crawl space and storage next to the stairs. And, you know, she would, are you in there? Are you in there? You know, kind of cautiously, but feeling around for dad. What a game it was. 307 every day. There were times of joy and laughter. And there were also times where maybe Emma hadn't had such a great day at school. Maybe as she got older, okay, kids weren't very nice to her. After the thrill of the find, she would cry on Dad's shoulder. She would tell Dad about her day. Dad was the first person she told when her, her boyfriend broke up with her. Dad was the first person she told when she didn't get the part in the school play. Whether it was a time full of joy or a time full of, of hurt and sorrow, those two enjoyed each other's presence. All this because of a game of hide-and-seek. Daddy, Daddy, are you, are you there? Can we play hide-and-seek? Now, Emma, of course, didn't know it, 
But this stay-at-home dad, from the day she could understand the game of hide-and-seek, was teaching her something about prayer. And though little Emma didn't realize it, she unknowingly was teaching her dad about prayer as well. Last week, we began a series on prayer. Found in the Gospel of Luke, we looked at when the disciples came to Jesus and said, Lord, teach us to pray. This is in Luke chapter 11. So Jesus, he he taught them. He he said, here's how you pray. And he taught them the Lord's Prayer. And then after that, he said, and and, and let me continue. And he taught them the story about the, the man who went to his neighbor late at night and knocked on the door and said, can I have some bread? And then he taught them what what we called the Magna Carta of prayer. We just kind of breezed over that. And ultimately, last week, we came down on the fact that Jesus wanted us to seek the Holy Spirit when we pray. Verse 13 of chapter 11 talked about the Father wanted to give the Holy Spirit to those who asked Him. So we began a series on prayer in that manner. Today, we dig a little deeper into two verses in the section that we just kind of flew by last week. We're looking at Luke chapter 11, verses 9 and 10. Jesus said, and so I tell you, keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and everyone who seeks finds, and to everyone who knocks the door will be opened. Sounds a little like that game of hide-and-seek between Emma and her dad. Ask, seek, knock. These verbs picture a faith that is willing to ask for something that only God can give. To seek something that has been lost or whose location is not known and to knock on a door that has been closed in order to gain admittance. Ask. Seek, knock. These are powerful verbs, all painting a picture of prayer. Prayer that can be transformative if we allow it to be. Jesus begins this section, and so I tell you. That's just him tying back what he's already taught. That's him saying, let me keep teaching you about prayer. And this is what I'm going to teach you. I'm going to teach you to ask. Ask. This is a blatant invitation to pray. It's permission being given to inquire, to request, to solicit. There doesn't seem to be regulations, at least at this point, on what we can ask for. And I think Jesus is being very intentional in that. Had he begun, ask, but don't ask for this, this, and that. Had he begun, ask. Ask, but remember, before you do, check on such and such. Had he begun, ask, but here are the regulations that you must be aware of before you ask. Had he begun like that, I think our prayer lives would be different. I think we would go to the throne of God a little more hesitant, a little more reluctant, trying to figure out, okay, do we have it all figured out how to exactly do this? But I think Jesus left out those regulations because he simply wanted people who were trying to seek the Father to come and to ask. Because in verse 10 he says, ask and you'll receive. This wasn't the first time Jesus had said something like this. 
And it wasn't the only time in the Gospels he made a statement like this. And in Matthew chapter 18, verse 19, Jesus said, I also tell you this, if two or more of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. That's the Gospel of Matthew. Gospel of Mark says it like this. Mark chapter 11, verse 22 to 25. Then Jesus said to his disciples, have faith in God. I tell you the truth, you can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. But you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything, and if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. But when you are praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against, so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins also. Verse 24, Jesus says, I tell you, you can ask for anything. You can pray for anything. And if you believe that you received it, it will be yours. This was in the context of the cursing of the fig tree, of the moving of a mountain with faith, followed by, you know, forgive others. But look at the permission being given by Jesus. Ask for anything. I think those people who had followed Jesus for a while believed it when he said that. And I think they believed it because they had watched as he did it. You look at any of the great and mighty deeds, the big miracles that Jesus did, and what does he do before he performed them? He looks towards heaven and he asks his Father. And he gets the anythings he's asking for. Food to feed 5,000. Dead people to be raised from death. Why? Because he asked. I think his followers noticed that. I think that is why when Lazarus died, Martha's brother Lazarus, when, when when he died, I think that's why she said to Jesus, but even now I know God will give you whatever you ask for. I think she saw him ask for some of these other crazy things, these anythings, and I think she saw him get it. So she says, Jesus, whatever you ask for, God's going to give you. Later on in the ministry of the Apostle Paul, I think he too experienced similar results when he asked. And I think he realized, wow, maybe I should be asking for something more, something bigger. I think that's why he confidently told the church in Ephesus, now all glory to God who was able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Daddy, can we play hide and seek? Daddy, can I ask you something? Jesus tells us to ask. And so I tell you, he says, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives and everyone who seeks finds and to everyone who knocks the door will be opened. Ask, Jesus says. Seek, Jesus says. Seek. This is an invitation to pursue God. To pursue God, this takes intentionality. 
Seeking takes movement. Seeking takes purpose. When Emma was looking for her daddy, she had to go around and and look. Move the curtains. Look under the cushions. She scoured every nook and cranny of that house. She was pursuing her dad. And it's the same with Jesus' instructions here. Jesus knew and could very boldly and confidently say, here's permission to pursue God. And when you do, he will be found. Keep seeking, he says, and you will find. He never said it would be easy, but he said God would be found. I believe Jesus knew that promise because of the pages of scriptures he studied growing up. Because of the time he spent with his mom and his dad and and his pastor looking at the Old Testament. You see, Jesus would have memorized what the psalmist wrote. It may have influenced what he told his disciples. Psalm 105.4, he says, Search for the Lord and for his strength. Continually seek him. Jesus would have known the story of of God speaking to the Israelites after they had gone into their their promised land, but then was scattered because they didn't listen to him. He knew the story that God would have said to them in Deuteronomy 4, but from there where you are scattered, but from there you will search, you will seek again for the Lord your God. And if you search for him with all your heart and soul, you will find him. I think there was probably a time Jesus was sitting around his dinner table with his mom and his dad looking at his family tree. And he would have seen King David on there. And he would have remembered the story in 2 Samuel 21, verse 1, where it says, Now there was a famine in the days of David for three years, year after year, and David sought the face of the Lord. He sought the face of the Lord. Jesus telling his disciples to seek was birthed out of knowing what some of the great prophets in Israel would have said. Prophets like Isaiah, who in chapter 65, verse 1, God said through him, I was ready to be sought by those who did not ask for me. I was ready to be found by those who did not seek. I said, here I am. Here I am to a nation that did not call upon my name. Jesus would have known what God said through the prophet Jeremiah as well. In fact, side note, who has Jeremiah 29 11 memorized? Okay, start it off. Fantastic. You know, that's what it is. For I know the plans I have for you to give you a future and a hope. Plans to prosper you, not plans to harm you. What comes right after that? Anybody? Verse 12. In those days, God said, when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. I will be found by you, says the Lord. If you seek me, you will find me. There's a promise we ought to grab a hold on. We ought to be crazy about. Seek, Jesus said, as this is an invitation to pursue God. And when you pursue God, he will be found. When Paul was preaching in Athens, he said this. 
He said His purpose was for the nations to seek after God and perhaps feel their way towards Him and find Him. Though He is not far away from any of us, Paul says. Talk about a great picture of hide and seek. Remember, sometimes Emma would have to crawl into that space under the stairs looking for her dad. Feeling around those dark corners. Paul is saying that God wants us to do that for him. Seek after God. Perhaps feel your way towards him, though he is not far away. Jesus said, so I tell you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door is opened. Jesus told his disciples to ask and seek. They came to him saying, Lord, teach us to pray. He says, ask, seek, and knock. Knocking paints this picture of being on one side of the door when the person you want to be with is on the other side of the door. You want to be in their presence. It paints a picture of coming into God's presence. The psalm we looked at earlier in a different translation speaks to this. Psalm 105.4 says, Seek the Lord and His strength. Seek His presence continually. We knock because we want to be in God's presence. This is prayer. Being in God's presence. It'd be something like this, okay? If you guys are all in here and I'm I'm out here, okay? You can you can hear me because I'm mic'd still, you know, doors and maybe I could come and I could I could look in and I could see you. And I would want I would want to get in, okay? But it may be that there's times when I don't see God directly. And always on the other side, it's like being on a door where you can't see him. And you just knock. Jesus is saying to knock. Keep knocking until somebody opens the door. Thank you. Knock, Jesus said, and the door will be opened to you. You know, this is very similar to what Jesus said in Revelations chapter 3, verse 20. Okay? We know that passage. Jesus is talking to the church in Laodicea. He says, look, I stand at the door and knock. And if you hear my voice and let me in, I will come in and we will eat a meal together as friends. Very similar. I think if Jesus were to have said that in this context that he was teaching his disciples, he would have said, look, if you stand at the door and knock, my father will hear your voice. And He will let you in. And maybe then you'll get some of that food you are hungering for. You'll have that meal that you are craving. What a promise. Jesus says, knock and the door will be opened. Jesus said, so I tell you, ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives and everyone who seeks finds and to everyone who knocks, the door is opened. The story goes that each day upon returning home from school, little Emma would walk in the door. She would ask Daddy if he wanted to play. 
She would seek and search for Him, knocking as she went. And when she found Him, they would enjoy each other's presence. That's Emma's story. What's your story? Do you ask? Do you seek? Do you knock? These are simple instructions from our Lord Jesus Christ. But even though they're simple, they are amazingly powerful. What's your story when it comes to prayer? Do you grab a hold of these promises? I can't answer that for you. Daddy, can I ask you something? Daddy, I want to be able to pray like this. I want to be able to ask and receive. I want to be able to seek and I want to be able to find you. Jesus, I want to knock on that door of your heart and be in your presence. I want to do this simple prayer that you have taught us. And I want the people of this church to do it as well. Lord, for those who have been doing it, you have proven yourself true countless times. You've got generations of people who have asked, sought, and knocked, and you have answered. You've got others, Lord, who are just learning how to do this. And we ask that this would become part of of their life of prayer. We want to be in your presence. We want to be able to receive, to find. We want to be able to have you open that door and run into your arms. Teach us to pray like this, Lord. Teach us to pray. We ask this in Jesus' powerful name. Amen.